0: As we mentioned, Andy is taking the day off today, but in his place is our friend Jesse Treble from SafeBasements.com, answering your questions either by phone or by text. Let me give you that number first, 651-461-9226. You can call in or text in with that number, 651-461-9226. Jesse, good morning. Nice to hear from you. Oh, good morning, Denny. It's great to be here on this beautiful, sunny day. Yeah, well it's it's above 0 now. Uh it's 4 okay. above and it it looks like we hope that uh, any wind chill won't be mentioned until next season, next winter. <laughs> we'll we'll That's we'll right. see. Now, if you have any kind of a question, I want to do a little uh, background Jesse because you know when Andy's on and we talk about and we hear messages uh, from safe basements, uh what the heck do you guys do? I mean tell t- tell us about the the wide range of services. Uh, I don't know if we've ever done that actually with you. And while we're waiting for uh, some calls and text messages about water in the basements or radon or questions like that, what, what does safe basements do?
1: Well, our, our primary focus is fixing basements and foundations. So um, everything from basement waterproofing to structural repairs, like if, if, your building is sinking or settling, we can put foundation piers under it and lift it to level. Um, if your walls are bowing in, you may have some cracks in the corners or, or horizontal cracks running midway through your wall. We have a patented anchor system that we can pull those walls straight again. We also do radon mitigation and indoor air quality things uh, like uh, encapsulation for crawl spaces. So if you have a dirt crawl space, we can encapsulate it and prevent radon and moisture and mold all from coming up into your home that's why we call it safe basements we're always trying to not only fix one problem you know a lot of people fix one problem and create another issue where we want to look at the whole thing and we're using um, building code as our minimum standard but the other cool thing is because we wanted to take our repairs another step. Uh, we couldn't find the stuff we needed, so out of necessity, we started manufacturing our own products. So here in Painesville, Minnesota, we manufacture all the stuff that we use, um, and all of our ser- services are proprietary to us.
0: And that's good to know. I, you are a local local company, if I can, you know, a local CCO land type of company. You, you all though. I know nationwide, you're... you're uh, you're a famous guy with all the quality work and the materials that you have. I know that. Uh, do you not also do, well, I know you do because you do, You worked in my uh, sump pump area. Uh, you do work in, in that department too, don't you guys?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yep, sump pumps. Uh, we also lifted your concrete, so we do uh, foam jacking also.
0: Yeah, on the outside the the, the sidewalk was uh, kind of sinking in uh, by the, by the garage. Uh what you know when you mentioned uh, bowed walls you uh, and and uh, what happens how does <laughs> how does a concrete wall uh get bowed or start caving in what what causes that?
1: Well, basically what happens is when the house is built they they dug a hole and built your foundation then they filled that hole in around the perimeter. Well, over time, that dirt starts to settle, and you kind of it, – it creates a moat around your house. And so the, rather than the water coming off your roof or rain or snow melt running away from the house, it soaks into the soil adjacent to the wall, and when it soaks into that dirt, the dirt swells up and it pushes, and that's what basically breaks your wall. And that's why um, – Safe Basements and Lindis Construction work so well together because they do their wonderful gutter system, which keeps the water from hitting the side of the the dirt where your wall is. Um, But we fix it after it's broken. So really good house maintenance tip, especially this time of year, is make sure your gutter downspouts are on and there's no snow blocking them. So the water now, when when it starts melting off the roof, it can run through the gutters the way it's supposed to and run away from your house. The other thing is making sure the dirt adjacent to your walls has good positive pitch on it. So when the water hits, it runs away rather than soaking in.
0: Yeah, that's a big deal. And not only with those great leaf guard gutters, does that help uh, keep the water from you know your basement of, of, and hurting it, the foundation. Uh, and maybe that's a good tip too for people maybe that are looking to uh, buy a home uh, to make sure that that's, that's graded. Now, do you, I mean, if it's not graded properly, do you, do safe basements make that happen, or do you, do, do you call Lindis or uh, who does the work as far as the grading away from the house?
1: You know, good. there's good, reputable landscaping companies all uh-huh. over the place. Sure. That's a good way to do it. Just go with a good landscaper.
0: What's the worst case that you remember, and I'm sure you've seen a, enough of them, As far as bowed walls, and I should ask you, too, ahead of that, uh, is is there a different strength between uh, block and poured concrete basements as far as, you know, having problems, or are they about equal? Between uh, block and poured concrete basements as far as, you know, having problems, or are they about equal? You know,
1: block are great as long as you do good home maintenance, watch your downspouts, watch your uh, sump discharges, um, but poured walls are stronger. Uh, they are one of the, yeah, the worst one. So every year, we we hear people call in and say, "Oh, we should have got our anchors done because the wall just fell in last night." So once there's a vertical crack or or a horizontal crack, the lateral stability of your wall has been comp- compromised. It's broken. And so you're just a couple inch rain away from that wall falling in. And the worst one we had is we did an estimate, we gave the guy a price. He called us about six months later and says, I want to get this done, but I want to get it done tomorrow. And so
2: <laughs> he says
1: it's, it's moving in. <laughs> and so we set up a crew and we got we were all ready to go over there. And just before the, the crew left, he called and said, Oh, too late. It fell in. So the whole basement oh. wall caved in, and all the dirt, it was like an avalanche. Into oh, my. So, really so an a-
0: it actually caved in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. No, it was too bad. Yeah. That ha- I hope it doesn't happen too frequently. I mean, is this relatively common, or I hope seldom does it happen?
1: We hear about one or two a year. One or two a year? Our, oh. In our area, yeah. So it's a good thing to watch for. Another thing this time of year is to really watch your sump system. Make sure your sump pump is working correctly because if your discharge is frozen up and we start getting snow melt and the water's running in and it can't discharge, you're going to have a flooded basement. So I recommend everyone with a sump pump, check it out and make sure it's running and the discharge is open.
0: I know we're going to break here momentarily, but as far as checking, I was just thinking about this the other day at our house. If I wanted to check, to see if my sump the pump is actually working what's what's the best way to to for people to do that just check it out just pour a bucket of water in there what what, what do you what do you recommend
1: yep um so the first thing is make sure your outlet is good and it works mm. and the breaker hasn't been tripped so you want to make sure that it has power to it before you dump water in it maybe clean out any debris that may be in there and so sometimes Um, You know, it's the lowest point in the house, so that's where garbage seems to collect. There might be a toy car or something, you know, (laughs) limiting the float from going up and down. Um, But then uh, reach in and lift your float. So make sure that the float on the pump, that's the switch. So when water comes in, there's a a float that goes up with the water table, and that trips a trigger, and then your pump turns on. So you'll want to make sure that is free. And then go outside and look at where the discharge is and make sure it's not frozen into a bank of snow. Um, Those black corrugated flexible lines are notorious for freezing up. So Mm. you're better just taking that off and letting it shoot out than having that frozen thing there. Or at least bring it in the house, get it thawed out, and, and make sure it'll run. But then, yeah, dump some water in it and make sure everything works.
0: Well, Jesse, I'm looking at the forecast, and that looks pretty good. If you want to do some testing, at least by the end of the week, we'll be—I think—much of the snow will be gone, and, and and maybe we'll be above freezing even for nighttime lows. So, we'll uh, we'll yeah. see what happens. In fact, we'll look at that forecast here in in a few minutes. Uh, if you have a uh, question for Jesse, maybe it's about foam jacking. We're already having questions about that. Water in the basements, radon, bowed walls, sump pump systems. Things like that. Uh, you can call it in or text it in. Jesse Treble from safebasements.com is filling in for Andy Lindis today. So your opportunity to ask Jesse those uh, types of questions either by phone or by text. Here is the number that will get you either. 651 This is the Home Improvement Show brought to us by Lindis Construction. As I was mentioning, let me have a look at that uh, current temp. It's fair. It's four above. But, again, the wind chill Well, they don't mention it because the winds are west at 3, so we're not going to say it either. So four degrees above zero. Stay with us here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Filling in for Andy Lindis today is Jesse Treble from safebasements.com. If you have that kind of a question, meaning... Water in the basements, bowed walls, radon, sump pump questions, things like that, or foam jacking, things like that. And we have a bunch of those, uh, Jesse, uh, so we're going to keep you busy here the rest of the uh, rest of the hour. Uh, here's our phone number. It happens to be also our text number, if that's an easier method for you. 651-461-9226. 651 461 92.26. Jesse, let's get to the phones. Folks have been waiting. Ron, I believe, is first up here calling from uh, prior Lake. Ron, you're on CCO with Jesse.
1: Yes, good morning. So I was wondering, Jesse, can you effectively uh, treat radon in a um, mid-70s Rambler that uh, has transite heat that works well for heating, does not have water intrusion, but um, I'd prefer not to have it filled in? Yeah, good morning, Ron. Um, That is a little bit tricky. If the transit heating was installed, really sealed well, um, you can accomplish a really good radon mitigation system. Um, If there's leaks in it, it it makes it harder to pull suction on dirt. Um, So you may need several uh, suction points, but it's worth trying just because you know radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer, so uh, it would be worth giving it a whirl. Uh, and we've had good luck with it.
0: Oh, that's good. What kind of heating is that, Jesse? It's where there's actually ductwork under your floor,
1: and they mm-hmm. use uh, a lot of times they use PVC and they seal it and glue it together, and it, it works really well. Um, But in the 70s, a lot of times they used uh, steel fittings. So they may have had PVC pipe, but then they used a steel corner. And a lot of times those rusted out and they leak. And so when you pull suction below the slab, you're actually pulling air out of that heating system, which isn't a bad deal if it doesn't leak much. Um, But radon follows the path of least resistance. And if you can pull negative pressure on the dirt around that, any radon would, or any air transfer would come out of the ductwork and go out your radon mitigation system. So it, it does work.
0: Oh, good. Neat. All right, let's see who else has been waiting. Bob, I think, is on the horn calling in from Long Lake this morning. Bob, you're on CCO with Jesse Treble.
2: Hi, thank you. So my question is I'm building uh, or finishing my basement on my second home, 1,200 square feet. And the contractor has discovered what he says that the concrete is floating um, because the ground has settled and um, there's anywhere, he says, from three to six inches. He wants to polyjack it up. But I contacted my builder. It's eight years old. And there's minimal cracking. There's no sinking. um, There's nothing wrong. He says he wouldn't do anything. So I'm torn. Do I need to polyjack it or do nothing? Good morning, Bob. Um, if the concrete has settled, is that what you said it settled three inches no the, no the 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 ground underneath the concrete so the you know the hole where they did oh. the uh, the plumbing for the um for the shower they can see a space between the concrete and the gravel um, underneath the concrete. It's like three inches, he says to, to uh, uh, twelve inches there's a space but there's minimal cracking in the concrete. There's no sinking. And the contractor says I should polyjack it. My builder from eight years ago checked with his concrete people. He says, if after eight years I have no damage, he wouldn't do anything.
1: Well, so uh, depending on how much rebar they put in the floor, and a lot of times in basic concrete floors, they don't put any in there. Uh, That thing is just floating and it's supporting itself and they're not designed to do that so eventually it will crack and settle um when that happens you just that's a roll of the dice could be 50 years could be next year um but if i were you i'd i'd fill that void all right okay
0: Jesse, and uh, thanks, Bob. Uh, we uh, need to take a break for weather, the warm forecast, and we're anxious to hear that. I want to alert David and Mary Lou. Don't lose your place in line on the phones there. Stay with us uh, because we'll uh, pick you up uh, when we come back after that uh, forecast, which is straight ahead here on the Home Improvement Show. If you have a question for Jesse Treble from Safe Basements, call it in or text it in at 651 Back with more home improvement here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show. Andy Lind is taking the day off today. Denny Long along with uh, Jesse Treble from safebasements.com. Talking basements, uh, boat walls, radon, sump pumps, water, uh, foam jacking. In fact, uh, there's a text that came in earlier this morning, uh, Jesse. Do you, meaning uh, face basements, do foam jacking on garage floors?
1: Oh, yes, all the time.
0: Do you? All
1: right. Just like we talked about with Bob, um, the voids happen, and with all that weight of your car, it's important to make sure that cement is supported.
0: All right. So, and, folks, I haven't asked you this yet. Uh, We always say safebasements.com. Is that the easiest access to your company, Jesse?
1: Uh, Yeah, we have an 800 number, too. It's
0: 800-430-5851. 5851. We'll uh, ask you that before you leave us today. Uh, All right, let's see. We've got callers. We have texters. David, we promised in New Brighton, he would be next. Uh, Thanks for waiting, David. Uh, What is your question for Jesse?
2: Hi, um, this is a a heaving deck question. When it's about 15 years old, when it was built, um, they put in these Pancake type footings and six by six green treated posts
1: and they you know buried them I don't know four feet or whatever. We have very wet soil. We have um, in our neighborhood uh, there's uh, lots of drain tile. but every year it heaves and last year I saw my my neighbor replaced one of his posts and put in it almost looked like kind of a tripod for uh, like a you know camera. Um, he drove in these kind of angled lateral things. And um, I'm I'm curious as to, yeah, what the latest, greatest technology is, what's recommended. I'll I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Yeah, David. Um, So that is a problem. When you have soil and it freezes, it expands and moves around. And a lot of times it pushes those sonotubes right out of the ground and the decks will heave. Uh, What we found works really good is uh, helical piers. So we'll put a a helical pier in with a deck cap on it and and they go down you know depending on the soil you can go any depth you want but we typically go about 10 feet down and what happens is you get out of that active zone all the weight is then spread down 10 feet and that stuff isn't affected by frost or moisture or settling as much as you would be four feet down and the other thing is when the ground freezes it can't grab that shaft and pull it up like it can with sonotubes uh, that pier that you're talking about, it's, a, it's like a piece of cement, and they run uh, uh, helical shafts at angles. I don't have a lot of experience with this. Um, the only thing I worry about is that frost can still push it up because it's not down below the frost level. Um, so, but I can't really give you an opinion because I haven't seen them fail, and I, I don't know for sure. But we, we do know helical piers work great, and we do it all the time.
0: Yeah, good product. All right. Thank you, David. Appreciate that. Uh, Let's see. We promised also Mary Lou would be next uh, from Crystal, I do believe. Mary Mary Lou, thank you for waiting. What's your question for Jesse?
2: Yes. Good morning. I have a question about our front steps,
1: which is cement. And we had pavers put over the top just to kind of clean it up several years ago. And now it is cracking where it was separated. And I'm wondering if that's something they can do. Good morning, Mary Lou. Um, Yeah, it would be worth looking at. Um, It depends on whether or not it has a footing underneath it and how it was built. If it was built improperly, there's not a lot you can do. It's best to replace it. But if there is a footing, we can use helical piers for those, too, and lift it back up and make sure that it it never moves again.
0: All right, very good. Thank thank you. Uh, I'm going to grab another call before we pick up on more text messages because we have a bunch of those, too. I think Bob is waiting there in Lakeville To uh, ask you a question. Bob, what is your question for Jesse?
1: Yes, Jesse. Um, I'm an old-time block layer, retired, of course, but in the old days we used to always do a a chip on the corner of the bed uh, first course of block so we could put bleeder lines in, but I see an awful lot of poured walls being done on these big homes, and I'm just curious how how do you address uh, water issues or prevent them with the poured walls and what recommendations would you have for young families when they sit down with a designer or builder to know what suggestions or what to ask to make sure they don't have future problems with a poured wall that's a great question bob so when they first build as you know when you you pour your footings and you pull your forms off there's a, there's a space there on both sides so drain tile inside and outside of that footing is extremely important also a good layer of of rock so that everything drains to the drain tile correctly uh the one thing with blocks is you can't drain or i mean poured walls is you can't drain them like you can with blocks so yeah when when you build a block wall you can drill every core and joint and drain every drop of water out of it into your tile system with poured walls you don't get that and you do get shrinkage cracks here and there so um we do a foam injection on those cracks if they leak But the biggest thing is there's two ways water is going to come into your basement. One is high water table, and your drain tile will take care of that. And the other is saturated soil adjacent to the wall. And if you have drain tile down below that and a good sealant on that wall, even with cracks, water can't get in. Because water always follows the path of least resistance and seeks the lowest level. And that would be that drain tile adjacent to the outside of that wall.
0: Jesse, I was thinking, I know we've addressed this. Uh, we've had questions before when you've been on the show about uh, if somebody sees moisture on uh, on their basement walls and they buy a product that uh, claims to, uh, you know, you paint it on and that'll seal it up. What's, is that more or less just a Band-Aid? I mean, what, what, what does it work? Is it good once in a while or what should you do?
1: You know, it, it's a temporary fix even if it works temporarily. So, yeah, it's just a Band-Aid. And um, if you have water pressure pushing on paint, it's it's going to win. Yeah. So it's, it's best to drain it correctly. Make sure you have good good gutters. Uh, call good people at Lindus Construction if you need gutter help and good grade around your basement, and make sure your sump system is working.
0: Yeah, those leaf guard gutters do the trick. 32 inches of rain an hour, they can handle. Uh, that's, yeah. a whole nother, that's a whole nother show, as you know. But uh, here's another sump pump question, Jesse, uh, and I'll just read it. It says, our sump has been bone dry for several years. While well, that's a good thing. Should I occasionally fill the collection basket with water? Where is it here? To make sure the pump still works. It's a newer model, only about three years old. What do you think there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the pumps are all good, and they should last about 10 years. But once they sit stagnant, I mean, the... We use Pro Series pumps, and that pump actually turns itself on and cycles itself every couple days so that it just doesn't sit and seize up. Um, so, yes, that's a great idea. Make sure that thing has power to it. The basin is cleaned out. Run some water in there and make sure it works and it pumps. Now's the time to do that because they're going to be working next week.
0: Now, we mentioned again uh, on the web safebasements.com, but you gave me a, an 800, a toll free number. What was that again, Jesse?
1: Uh, It's 1-800-430-5851.
0: 5851. 800-430-5851. Okay, we'll get you that uh, before Jesse leaves us today. Here's another text, Jesse. It says, uh, what are window wells for? Should they be sealed to the house block, and how deep should they be?
1: So window wells are for basement windows, and because basement windows are typically below grade, you need... uh, Uh, some type of a structure to keep the dirt out of it and um, yes uh, they they're notorious for leaking and so a cover um, sealing them to the wall uh, and then we like to dig the bottom out and fill them with with rock just a couple feet so that any water that does get in there rather than building up and running in through the window it has a a area to dissipate it's kind of like a dry well so the water, it gives a void for the water to sit in and slowly seep into the soil. Um, and good, good drainage around it is good. So making sure that the water runs away from your window well rather than running in it.
0: Okay. Uh, we, a question about radon. What kind of testing does safe basements do?
1: Well, we have the the monitors that we can set, professional monitors. Otherwise, um, charcoal canisters work great too. We we use them side by side, and the results are always identical. Um, so, yeah, either one is fine. Uh,
0: what? How soon does one get an answer? Uh, if if somebody calls up and say, I want my you know my house, my basement t- tested for radon, or my home for that matter. Uh, what, what what's the process and how? What kind of a time frame is it?
1: We can set a monitor, and then uh, in two days, we should have the results we need. so about 48hour test is typical.
0: Oh, that's good. Uh, another yeah. text or another another rate question is, and we get these from time to time on other pro- pro- services. How much would it be what, what, what is the price range on radon testing? Have, have you got a ballpark?
1: on um, radon testing I don't honestly I don't know what we charge for that. Uh. <laughs> that's not your department.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, uh, well, you know reasonable. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it is too. Uh you can you can call uh just we'll give you that number and or just get on safebasements.com but if you want to call them it's toll free. Uh let's see if I've written it down correctly. 800-430-5851. 800 430 for safe basements. All right, Jesse, hang on. We're going to take a quick break here and be more, more show to come here. If you have any kind of a basement question, sump pump, radon, bowed walls, whatever the case, call it in or text it in while we have Jesse this hour. 651-461-9226. Turn your clocks ahead one hour overnight tonight. Daylight Saving Time returns tomorrow here in... Uh, 9226. Turn your clocks ahead one hour overnight tonight. Daylight Saving Time returns tomorrow here in the lovely CCO land, where it's going to be thawing all week. Right now, however, we have four degrees above zero. Stay with us. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the remaining minutes of our Home Improvement Show presented by Lindis Construction every week. You want to get in touch with those good folks? Uh, the easiest number to remember well, we've always given you 1 800 Leaf Guard, but we even have another one, <laughs> a newer number specifically for this show 8449 Lindis. That might be easier. 8449 Lindis. Uh, if you want to get in touch with uh, those good folks, maybe you want those Leaf Guard gutters before all this. Uh, Spring snow melts. In the meantime, Jesse Treble's filling in for Andy today. Jesse's with Safe Basements, Safebasements.com. We'll get you his toll free number before he leaves this morning. But Jesse Texter's uh we still have some text messages of folks to help out here. This kind of is reminiscent of the phone call we had just a bit ago. It says I have a question with the upcoming spring melt and thaw. My screen porch and deck are built up on green-treated posts with concrete footings up to code. With the melting, water accumulates and sits around the post, eventually goes down. Is this normal or does it cause damage to the post and surrounding concrete? What would what you think? Well,
1: concrete and green-treat are, are made to get wet, and I wouldn't worry about it too much. The, the main thing I can do is, like we've mentioned, is, is good positive drainage away so that it's not sitting in puddles. Um, but inevitably, when we get big snow drifts, uh, sometimes it melts and it's in a puddle. But I wouldn't worry about it too much.
0: Okay. Uh, this listener, Jesse, says some cracking in a tile floor on the lower level bath. Uh, no cracks in the rest of the lower level floor. Could just one area be possibly settling? And how do, you, how, do, how do we determine is the question
1: there. So the way we diagnose that is we, we basically check the elevations and make sure that that floor is still level, that your walls are, are still level and plumb. And we do that with either a laser or what's called a zip level, which uses atmospheric pressure to get the elevations. Um, but just uh, you can check it with your own four foot level and, and see if that bubble is still sitting in the middle. If it's not, give us a call, and we'd be happy to help diagnose what's going on and figure out a
0: good repair. All right. And what's that number again, that toll-free number?
1: 800-430-5851.
0: 800-430-5851. Another text says this, uh, Jesse. I had a uh, radon mitigation system put in a few years ago, and they sealed up the sump lid with caulking. Is it okay to break that seal to check the sump? yeah that's tough um a lot of times radon
1: mitigator guys uh, butt heads with waterproofing guys and they do things like that but it's hard to service your pump if it's sealed tight right (laughs) Uh, we do make uh, retrofit lids that screw right down onto your floor which gives you a radon seal uh, but also gives you easy access to your sump pump Uh, if you go to our website at safebasements.com there's pictures of those but you should, yeah, cut the caulking, get in there, make sure your pump works, and then reseal it up at the very least just so you don't have a radon leak.
0: When I hired your guys uh, to come in, I think that's what they did to our sump area. It put in, uh, that's kind of your own deal, isn't it? That's kind of proprietary, is it not? That, uh, that cover? It,
1: it is. All of our products are either patented or proprietary to us and designed here in, in Minnesota. Um, yeah, and that lid is really cool. And yes, we did put one in your house, um, so you don't have to tear out your existing sump basket. You can just put this on right over it. Gives you a good radon seal, and also with just two thumb turns, you can get in there and work on your sump pump.
0: It's actually one of the nicest looking things in the basement. <laughs> As a matter of fact, <laughs> well, <thank you. laughs> has Jesse this question uh, text? Has Jesse ever seen foundation damage from ice? Quakes. I have a pond on my property.
2: Have
0: Man, you ever seen ice moving in and out, like you know glaciers? No, not really.
1: I I would imagine you know when a lake freezes, you have all those ice heaps around the perimeter. Maybe that's what she's referring to. But yeah, that's not something I've I've experienced.
0: All right, this one comes from Mike from Faribault. Uh, he was he heard you mentioning that uh, type of sump pump that you use that cycles every so often is that is there a brand on that or is that that's one of yours too that i assume it's a brand
1: it is a brand yeah they're pro series pumps um you can buy them through us uh they are a a professional distributed pump so they don't they're not i don't think they're on the shelves in home stores but uh we'd be happy to just sell you a pump
0: well good uh, another question before uh, we let you go, Jesse, will safe – you've kind of addressed this – will safe basements come out and check uh, sump pump and radon in our house to make sure uh, it's all in working order?
1: Yes, we'd be happy to. And uh, we give free evaluations. If there's service that needs to be done, it's just a, a, a minimal service fee just to cover our expenses. And uh, we're happy to help anyone with any basement problems that
0: Okay, I see uh, we're well, just about out of time here for the show. Let's, let's give a couple of ways that uh, people can, can uh, get in touch with uh, you guys at Safe Basements. How do we do that?
1: Uh, you can go to safebasements.com and, and visit our website, either that, or give us a ring at 1-800-430-5851.
0: Safebasements.com, or again, here's that uh, toll-free number, 800 430 Five, one. Jesse, always fun to have you. We've got to have you back on again. We had a lot of, a lot of questions, uh, that uh, remain to be answered, but folks, maybe you can call, uh, call your uh, business and, uh, get them answered. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah.
1: Thank you. I, I very much enjoyed it and I look forward to the next time.
0: Me too. Thank you. Jesse Treble, always a friend of ours here on CCO and of Linda's construction as well. Yeah. And uh, if you have things like maybe a deck, we're going to be doing another deck show for sure. That's a promise. Um, You uh, can uh, count on that. But count on Safe Basements, safebasements.com. And again, here's the toll-free number before I forget, 800-430-5851. All right, what do we have for that forecast? Well, first of all, I want to remind you to set your clocks ahead one hour. We lose standard time overnight tonight, early tomorrow morning. So spring ahead one hour. Uh, And besides that, look forward to some warmer weather. We have a high today near 29. We're at 4 above now. We'll get up to 41 tomorrow. So enjoy it. Plus 4 here on CCO Denny Law. Thanks for listening.